0: Welcome back to Why Do People Like Anime, a podcast about the sociological impacts of anime <laughs> on a Western culture.
1: We are your hosts, uh, John. John. No,
0: it's not really about that. It's just, you know, two dummies watching a bunch of anime.
1: Yeah, and we... Uh, last week, we watched Neon Genesis Evangelion which kind of blew our minds, we right? We're currently
0: wearing Evangelion t-shirts.
1: We've indulged in a lot of and articles and videos and merch <laughs> collectively. <laughs> yeah. And we definitely had to take a little bit of a break between this series and our next series. So this week we watched a movie. Not the movie, and it was my pick. I don't know if we mentioned this. Julie's pick. Yeah. So. E- each... Each week we switch people who picks what anime we're gonna watch next.
0: And this week was Julie's pick.
1: Yeah. And what? I don't know. This was so this movie that we watched was not my original idea. Originally I wanted to watch The Girl Who Left Through Time, which I'm sure we'll watch at some later date, but it's not streaming. <laughs> yeah. I should have figured that out before. <laughs> Um, So I picked what was streaming. We
0: only watch things legally in this household. Absolutely. I've I've never (laughs) downloaded a movie in my life. I've never downloaded a movie that just came out and invited friends over to order pizza and watch a newly released movie in my life. Meaning that, (laughs) because of streaming services, we decided to watch the film.
1: So we watched uh, the second best thing, which was the newest film by the director Mamoru Hosada. I guess this is his latest one. Yeah. And it's called Mirai. Um, which means? Which means future.
0: Future.
1: I think in, in the Japanese release it's called like Future of Future or something like that. Huh. It's got like a slightly longer name. Yeah. But uh, I picked this one because it looks lighthearted and... And heartwarming, boy, and,
0: was it! And <laughs> and, sort of. I think. I guess it was. It,
1: it was definitely like easy to follow and very sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, like
0: I think heartwarming doesn't doesn't mean it's not something that it's not independent of like emotional or something that like affects you on like a deeper level it's not just like this movie just makes you feel good and doesn't bring you through any other emotions
1: right i mean i didn't do a lot of research before we watched this movie or you know i didn't like i like had a vague idea that it was about time travel
0: yeah we did the we did the usual why do people like anime prep
1: which is (laughs)
0: no prep which is no prep (laughs) just going in blind
1: but, yeah, no, we definitely wanted to take a couple days off to not watch anime because little do you know, uh, that can really drain you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I will say that I think we've enjoyed pretty much everything we've watched except for the latest thing for our next episode, yeah. which was maybe the worst thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah, get ready for that.
0: But, you know, even, <laughs> even though like, I'm enjoying all the anime, it's it, it sort of, uh, you know, just see the nature of work and everything, it... it And we watch, like, I think for most of the series, like four episodes a night, which is like, you know, over an hour or so.
1: Yeah, if you've ever tried to watch a whole season of something, you know, 12 episodes doable. 26 episodes. Yeah,
0: 26 episodes uh, weekly. Less doable. Yeah, so, and, and, and it sort of means that, like, anime becomes the only thing we watch to some extent.
1: It was becoming the only thing we were watching, so we had to take a little, like, you know, yeah palate cleanser. It's
0: like, as eh, you know, we're, we're liking <laughs> the anime, but, like, we like other stuff.
1: Yeah. I, I think it would be a shame to only watch anime during, like, for the I podcast. Think that
0: would, I think that would just break our brains, and it would sort of... I don't know. Like, I feel like our our main our main weapon in the uh, in the discussion and tool of anime mm-hmm. is our non anime fandomship.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to just. I don't want to compare. This was a big thing. Was I didn't want to compare even Geleon to, like the next thing because we liked it so much. Yeah. That I was like anything we watch after this, like directly after this, is going to get compared to it, and. That's just gonna be like kind of unfair. Right. Especially something that's supposed to be good. Like, you know, part of me wants to watch like the classics of anime, like the ones that everybody that have big fandoms in. Astro
0: Boy. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Uh, maybe. <laughs> One Piece.
1: Yeah. Bleach. One Piece Bleach. In Inu- Uh. Dragon
0: Ball. Dragon no. Ball DT. <laughs> Super Dragon Ball.
1: God, are we gonna have to watch Dragon Ball at some point? I feel
0: like I feel like that's that's gonna be uh, that's like a that's like a like that's like, a, that's like part of the five year plan, isn't it? <laughs> the,
1: <laughs> the five year,
0: five five year plan for this podcast. Oh um, uh,
1: so getting back, I, and I do think we should watch a movie like every four or five seasons of something we watch. Yeah, I mean, just I, to also
0: it's it's address really, the movies totally. I mean, I think. Uh, you know, as, as an outsider or whatever, I think it's sort of interesting the relationship that, you know, anime has both as, like, a, a in the in the format of, like, a serial television kind of thing and then in the format of a feature film because, from what I can tell, it's like, you know, certain creators are more attracted to one format than the other, you mm-hmm. know, I think... Your Satoshi Khans your uh, Miyazaki's your sodas like they sort of seem to be more attracted to you know format of a movie because you know from what I'm assuming you're you're able to kind of tell a story in a you know pretty pretty solid amount of time without uh, you know without making it drag on not to say that you know I'm not sure about Miyazaki or soda I know Satoshi Khan you know he did paranoia agent which you know I'm a big fan of
1: yeah I think we'll go back and watch that one yeah, at some point
0: certainly um but yeah, I think it's, I don't know, it's its interesting, like, the, the, the anime movie and sort of its, uh, its sort of place, I guess, in, like, the uh, the culture of everything. I You know, from what I can tell, uh, I think people are probably more likely to watch or at least talk about an anime movie, you know? I, I, I mean, I guess just because, like, you know, it... It also includes all the Ghibli shit, and includes, you know, this guy's movies, which are pretty... Yeah, I think Mariah got, like, uh... It was nominated for an Academy... Like, the Animation Academy Award.
1: Yeah. It seems like this is his, like, triumphant return to, like, like having a really good movie, but yeah. he's known for, like, all of these other ones. And I obviously wanted to start with what he, like, broke out with, which right. was this... The Girl Who Loved Through Time yeah. movie. Um, it's kind of
0: fun. It's it's kind of fun starting with like someone's like not super acclaimed work, like sort of like the thing that comes after, like with music. Like I think the first Green Day album I listened to was Insomniac, which is the one right <laughs> after Dookie. And I was like, yeah, that's how I'm rule. <laughs> I was like, I love this record. Little,
1: little did you know. Yeah,
0: little did I know that the one before it, you know, made Pop Punk or whatever. But I still maintain yeah. that that one's, like, way better. But
1: Yeah, it'll, it'll be curious to go back and watch the, watch the movie I wanted to watch. Yeah. Um, and partly I was thinking, like, oh, I want to pick movies that I, like, like I was reading the synopsis of a couple things, and I was like, you know, I want to pick something that I'm, like, interested in regularly. Yeah. And, like, how does anime do something that I would be interested in, like, if it wasn't anime. Um, But that's not why I picked this movie. I was going to say, like, are you you
0: interested in babies and talking dogs?
1: So, the synopsis of this movie is that uh, it's a family movie. It's about family. Uh, Like Fast and the Furious. Kind of like Fast and the Furious. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's it, just the protagonist is a three-year-old.
0: Three or five-year-old? I mean, I guess whatever. He's,
1: I think he's three. Okay. Um, and his name is Kuhn. And he is the only child in this cute little family that lives in a fun house. Uh, young parents? Young parents. Um, that And he's discovered that his mom is having another baby. Uh, and they come home, and he's got a little sister. So... He has a hard time with not having as much attention as he used to, which is probably true of any sibling relationship, like, early on. Yeah. Like, you don't have a sibling, but I have an older brother, as we've established on the podcast. I
0: have a a half-brother. Oh yeah, you have a half brother. Much older than me. So, yeah. we never we never lived in the same house.
1: So, my brother's 2 years older than me, and I think when they brought me when my parents brought me home, uh I think it was a similar reaction on my brother's part of like, you know, and he's Two, you know, two to zero, right? Like, yeah. Two-year-old. I think he was... I think he just hit me, like... And they, and they like, were like, no, don't don't hit your sister. Yeah, isn't
0: the, isn't the story that, like, brought you home and he, like, comes over to look and just, like, slaps you in the face yeah, or something? Yeah, I wouldn't say
1: slap. I mean, it was more like <laughs> he just, like, touched me and it was like... My parents were like, no, baby. That's this a, is like, another person. It's like, such
0: a funny... Re- that's, like, the most, like, child reaction to seeing, like, a... Your your saddest in the house shift were just like boppy on the head.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a alpha dog movie. Yeah, Her
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brother was marking his territory.
1: Yeah. But so the parents are trying to deal with this new baby and they're having a hard time because they're young parents and the baby you know, has a lot of needs because it's a it's a newborn baby. Yeah. And the kid is like always wanting attention, and, you know, I want to play trains, and, like, I don't want to clean, and, you know, throws tantrums, yes Yeah, it's,
0: yeah it's generally a child.
1: And I forget what exactly happens, but he really gets upset at one point, flips out at his mom a little bit, you know, the, a three-year-old flip out, yeah. big cry, and runs out to the sort of garden area where there's this big tree, and magic occurs. <laughs> Yeah, magic occurs, and uh, th- that's where sort of the movie picks up. Is that Coon uh, starts going back in in time, also forward in time. Yeah,
0: he sort of travels through time in ta- different tra- directions.
1: Tra- travels through time in different directions, and sort of discovers things about uh, his past. So his first encounter is actually with his dog.
0: <laughs> yeah, the- which
1: is kind of. Uh, an outlier from the others because <laughs> turns out his dog is like a, an aristocrat or something. It's, it's
0: the dog, the dog paints himself as a prince. Well, I, I think the it's dog, cute. the, the dog fits in because it's, it's uh, the people, the people that Kuhn meets and you know, his time travels and reality travels. They're all sort of, they're all members of the family, sort of in different generations. Um, And, you know, the dog's part of the family in the sense that, you know, it's it's sort of implied that, you know, his mom and dad got together and, you know, their first, like, foray into taking care of something was obviously, like, this dog. And so he's like, I was the prince long before you came here. I remember what it was like, you know, having to deal with someone new.
1: And then, and then he, but he's like a man. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like a, yeah, the dog, yeah, that's that's the important part. The dog turns into, like, this, this like, princely man. Yeah, and,
1: and he, like, discovers that he's got a tail, and then he starts playing, you know, catch with him. Yeah. And he's kind of cute and lighthearted. And he comes back, and he's a, he's a player. The mom leaves for some sort of, like, business trip. And I guess there's some cultural thing where you put out two dolls uh for like a newborn daughter or yeah. something but you got to put them away uh otherwise every day you leave them out is like a year where she's like not going to meet her her husband a year where she's not going to get married <laughs> right so coon goes into the backyard again and the magic tree lights up and it's his older sister
0: Well, his younger sister. It's his
1: younger sister, but
0: older than him.
1: But it's yeah, exactly. She's it's, like a it's future Mariah. Yeah,
0: it's it's future, future,
1: future, future.
0: Yeah, where she, he meets uh, the older version of his little sister. Yes, and it's really it's it's really great. She's uh, she sort of it's. I mean, you know, the the big the, if there is a conflict or whatever in the movie, it's it's the it's the kid and his sister, and just sort of you know learning how that how to basically love her because he, it's such an alien thing to, to him. So he, uh, you know, he, he just, obviously, because the baby can't say anything, he totally doesn't understand, like, you know, where, what mariah's thinking other than just like you know her big baby face reactions to everything so yeah you know the sister comes in and like sort of voices like what she's going through which is you know just just general like confusion as to like why he's being so mean to her and, and all of that and then eventually like it's sort of it's filled it's framed in a way that the sister's sort of coming back from you know the older sister's sort of reappearing from when she was 12 you know to now where, where she's you know She's like, Yeah, like I, I just don't understand like why why you're being so mean and then, you know, eventually kinda of reveals more about like what's what's gonna happen in the future a little bit, but not not too much or anything like that. Yeah, but
1: not too much. But it's it's sort of um paints their relationship a little bit better. And she's like, Well, why don't you like me? Like Yeah. Tell me what's what's the problem? And it's like, Maybe you just need to be tickled more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She
0: makes them do like this dance and then like tickles them a bunch.
1: Yeah, but she shows up basically because Dad forgot to put away the little statues, and one of my favorite little sequences, them trying to get the statues put away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is very like Scooby Doo, like creeping, like yeah, while well, the dad is in the room.
0: Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's Kun, the older sister, and then the dog, all trying to figure out how to dog,
1: like, but the prince dog, not the right um, the dog dog.
0: Well, it's sort of, I, think it, I think it flips back to the dog dog when they're trying to do it.
1: No, when he's sneaking through the oh. house, he's like the guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, they're all trying to sneak through and just try and put the things away. And it's really funny.
1: Yeah. And so those two sort of stand out as like they had like an idea, some sort of mission. Kuhn obviously has other encounters with the tree. Um, one where he's both where he goes back in time. And the, this is where sort of like the emotional overtones for the movie sort of creep in. Like I would say, this movie is fun for kids, like really accessible for kids. But then also, like it's kind of like when Disney movies like sneak something in for like the adults, like a, yeah, something more. It's for something. To it's
0: like a yeah. There's something for everybody.
1: Grab onto. So, I forget which one comes first, his mom or his great-grandfather.
0: I think the great-grandfather. Yeah,
1: okay, yeah, right. So, he's trying to, he's trying to ride a bike. He's trying to learn how to ride a bike. Which, I don't remember when I started riding a bike.
0: Sure as hell wasn't, three or five years old.
1: I was, like... I was ten. I was much older.
0: Yeah. They so, tried, but it just didn't work when I was, like, a little kid. And yeah. then I wanted to ride a bike, and then,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I love my bike. I kind of miss having a bike.
1: I know. I've been thinking, <laughs> since we haven't ridden the train or traveled much over the last couple of months, I've been like, should I get a bike? <laughs> like,
0: yeah.
1: It make my world a lot bigger.
0: Yeah, it would. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I wonder, like, what the, what the danger rate is like for a bicyclist.
1: I yeah, that's the other thing though, is I you have to drive on the street and I don't yeah. know, man. I've heard some horrible bike accidents in New York.
0: I fucking I one girl got like I mean I I saw a bicyclist get run over by a fucking over. garbage truck and yeah. die.
1: Yeah, no, there's, there's like, several stories like that.
0: Yeah, that, that kind of scared me out of getting a bike for a while.
1: Yeah, but anyway. He so wants to learn how to he ride wants a bike. To, he wants to take the training wheels off his bike and ride it. And there's, like, a scene where he's in the park with his dad, and his dad is, like, trying to deal with Mirai, and... Uh, you know, like can't can't really like like get him to do it. Like he's always falling, and so that sort of prompts the go back in time scene where he is encountered by this like very hot, <laughs> like airplane technician. Yeah,
0: just like a total. It's stud. like
1: everything's like washed in like warm light. He's a bad
0: boy. He's
1: like he's like he works kind with of... his hands. <laughs> yeah. He's a
0: grease monkey.
1: Yeah, and, and he sort of encounters him, and and it's not unclear at first who he is. Um, yeah,
0: he can't. I, I think he can't tell whether it's his grandfather or whether he thinks is he thinks that it's his dad.
1: I think so. I don't. I think he doesn't really know until later. Right. Uh, and so he, the guy, sort of talks to Kuhn and is like, "What are you afraid of?" Like, takes him on uh, his motorcycle. Yeah. And sort of tells him to look at the horizon. And there's other stuff in there, too, that I'm forgetting. But the main takeaway is that, you know, Kuhn suddenly wants to ride his bike again, you know, after all of these failed attempts. Yeah. And sort of, like, can suddenly do it because of this
0: encounter with
1: his his great-grandfather. Yeah. Who, he sort of, like, opens the family album and, like, finds him. Yeah. And that's like really cute. And he also sees pictures of his mom when they, when she was a kid with, uh, her sister. And, and it's sort of like, that's when it like clicked for me that this movie is like. It's, like, about, like, knowing where you came from and connecting to your past and yeah. be, being responsible for the future. Like, having, like, a this, like, lineage.
0: Just I think just being aware of, like, definitely that. And then I think to me one of the bigger, like, one of the biggest points of the movie is just sort of, like, kind of the happenstance of life in general and just these little moments that resonate so heavily later on. You know, I think I, I don't know how ahead we should get, but like uh, towards the end, you know, he's sort of sailing through all these different parts of time and all these different parts of his life and stuff. And so he sees like some pretty key moments and, you know, his, his family's history and stuff. And he sees he sees his great grandfather, I think, during World War Two, like in the water and like crying <laughs> and like, yeah. uh you know, he, he swims himself back to shore and he like pushes himself to go. And, and then, you know, yeah. later shows like him like racing some girl in his neighborhood.
1: Not some girl.
0: Well, yeah. His, his, <laughs> the, well, I mean, I'm saying
1: oh, you're he like... raises
0: some girl in his neighborhood and then that becomes, you know, his wife. And yeah. that becomes, you know, I it's I, I sort of I sort of say that in the sense that, like, you know, these weird happenstance moments, you know, significant people can just be like some girl in the neighborhood or some person at school or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I always I always think about like, you know, like Friends and stuff it's like if i if i never said hi to albert if like if i never told alberta to come hang out with me in like the courtyard or whatever
1: mm-hmm.
0: we might not have been friends you know we might yeah. we might have just been like classmates or whatever okay like,
1: we've talked about this like oh if we if i like never went to pratt like i would have never met you yeah or
0: even even just like no way. <laughs> if if we if i didn't want to go to like williamsburg that day and i wasn't mm-hmm. trying to get Brianna to go to Williamsburg or whatever, and then, Mm -hmm. you know, it became like a group excursion where Mm -hmm. Nora invited you. Yeah. And that was, like, our first time, like, you know, meeting each other, and then...
1: Yeah.
0: And I could have, and I wouldn't have been there to uh, shoo away those uh, mad bongo players who were uh, accosting
1: (laughs) you. On the train. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that was that was the first that was the moment you knew.
1: Well, that I did go home and I called my parents shortly after that trip, and I was like, "Yeah, we went out in Brooklyn, but don't worry, like I was totally safe. I was in this big group, and there was this one like big guy with us." <laughs>
0: <laughs> really? Yeah, that's fine.
1: Yeah. So, God, that was a tangent. Wait, no. So the idea is everything that happens it's like the butterfly effect or Yeah, whatever.
0: no it's 100% that but like that. a
1: positive butterfly
0: effect. yeah like in a in a in a good way in a way that really makes you appreciate the kind of uh the unpredictability of life
1: so it's it's that, but it's also a little bit like um, the feelings you're having now, and sort of the issues you're having, like as a toddler. Those are gonna probably play into your later life a little yeah. bit. Because before we get to it, uh, he does encounter himself in the future. Although I don't I don't know how aware he is of that that encounter. But before that, he meets his mom as a child. And they kind of like wreck his, his mom's house <laughs> in the in the, yeah. the episode.
0: Yeah, it comes right after uh, his mom getting pissed at him for... Because, uh, like, he's, he throws a tantrum and, like, wrecks everything and makes everything messy. And, like, yeah. he, he says something to the effect of, like, haven't you ever, like, made a mess or whatever? And she, like, mm. just kind of fires back. And then and he meets, like, the young version, like, the, the kid version of her. And they both, like, destroy a house together. And it's, like...
1: Yeah, no, yeah, they go back to her place. And she's, like, what? It's fun to make a mess. Like, yeah. let's, let's pull all the books off the shelf. Let's uh, right, you know, and, and then and then, yeah, his grandma. So, her mom comes home and just scolds the hell out of her, yeah, and he can like hear it. And it's sort of like, yeah, she was scolded for this when she was a kid, yeah. Of course, you are like her, but it, it also explains like his mom's actions because what happens is you learn that sort of behavior and then you pass it on basically
0: yeah and there's also you know
1: subconsciously consciously whatever
0: exactly there's certain things that you know trigger the trigger you from your childhood and sort of makes it like you know something important that you want to focus on when you see it or whatever um, yeah. and i think it allows for him to sort of see it from an outside perspective and sort of be like oh like that's what i'm doing and Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, it, it never does anything corny where it's like. Then he learned his lesson and went, went back and, and cleaned apologized. his
1: room. Yeah,
0: no, because I mean he's still a kid and you know he's still he's still getting into shit with his family, but it. Yeah, I think I think he sort of gets it after that.
1: Yeah, well, the lessons aren't really for Kuhn. Their lessons are for you, the viewer, mostly. Yeah, I mean to like feel those like connective.
0: He under he things. understands it as much as like a five year old could. You know. Yeah totally which is just like you know being scared or reacting so
1: yeah but also you know encountering a kid is like very different than account- encountering an adult like as a as a kid you're going to have a different relationship with another kid yeah and then you will with like grandpa great grandpa or whatever
0: what do you, would, have you ever thought about like what would happen if like you met 26 year old Rita Dunn?
1: What if I met my mom? I've always wanted to because <laughs> I'm very curious. Yeah, no, I've always been like I wonder what my mom was doing like at this age like yeah. which was, was she like having the same problems I was I'm having like uh was she thinking about the same stuff like, you know.
0: Yeah, or even just like what but what you can't they?
1: really like you can ask your parents about that stuff, but you're never going to get like the tr- the most.
0: We'll give like an tr- edited
1: response. <laughs> yeah, they, they
0: get know. like an edited, like an annotated version of their past or whatever. But also, and-
1: if I was going to ask you about like what were you thinking about when you were fifteen, it's gonna uh, it's gonna be like an abridged version.
0: <laughs> fifteen.
1: Yeah, so...
0: Fresh, like...
1: Sophomore year of high school, like, is that right?
0: Yeah. Just thinking a lot about My Chemical Romance. Just <laughs> thinking a lot about emo. Just thinking a lot about
1: but were you, how were you, like sad I was. Were you concerned about your future in any way? Like, were you thinking about oh. what you wanted to do? Like, how can you know what you were really thinking? Right. You know? Yeah. Unless you have, like, diaries and journals and...
0: yeah. I, think a I have a diary. I have a, I have a diary from sophomore year, so I actually might have a next time I go home to San Francisco in twenty twenty four or whatever when <laughs> we're out of the <laughs> when
1: we can fly on when we're land. out of
0: quarantine zone eighty six. I'll, uh, I'll I'll check and see what I don't know. I think yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I, I journaled in high school.
0: quite what, what was fifteen year old you worried about?
1: Uh, so I knew that I wanted to be guard captain in the marching band. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, mostly boys, probably. (laughs) Yeah. Very concerned with, like, who I was dating, and couldn't tell you who it was, though, to be honest. Yeah. Because I can't remember. But I I might have those diary entries, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've been thinking about this recently, like, I, I enjoy going, to a certain extent, I enjoy going back and, like, reading my old journal entries, just to be like, yeah, like... We've come a long way.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a little more removed from it, and you can kind of, uh, it's like a weird experience you're sort of reading back to journals and kind of uh, looking at, like, the thoughts that were, like, the, the things that were, like, really present on your mind. Yeah. That's, like, a weird effect, because, it, like, it also makes you kind of put in perspective, like, the shit that you're probably worried about right now is, like, also as, as trivial as the stuff you're reading back seems.
1: Yeah. All, like, all the feelings you had about, like, going to prom, and then you knowing now, like, what happened at prom, and, like... How, oh yeah. How inconsequential it was right. in the grand scheme like
0: Yeah, me thinking my life was over when I had a bells palsy attack at prom. Yeah. <laughs> I had to have my mom pick me up and being like, "Mom, don't step don't step foot in the in the in the venue."
1: I, <laughs> I will any-. come to you. Yeah. Mickey will come to you.
0: Yeah, Mickey will come to you and getting fucking pissed off about that
1: yeah and, and it's just like yeah maybe you wrote about it but like how often do you think
0: it's just about kind of it? funny at this point exactly yeah. yeah so life's full of those things and and this show and the movie sort of shows a lot of that from you know some of the less trivial stuff some of the well well the stuff that seems trivial but you know eventually you know lead led to something bigger yeah I mean me telling off those or me asking, like, are you okay? After, like, those those bongo players were accosting you. You know, I don't know if, like, that was, like, what led to stuff. But, you know, it was their first interaction. And, you know, it seemed trivial at the time. But, you know, here we are now. And- but it
1: wasn't trivial because it led to this. So, sort of, the the race that you were talking about earlier, uh, early in the movie, it's sort of like, hey, did that really happen? Like, did grandma and grandpa, like, really have a race? And if grandpa won, yeah." then like she would date him is sort of like a family mystery of like or just like a one of those things that gets passed down but you don't really know yeah like nobody really knows if it happened because grandma and grandpa are dead i think and or something like that or they're just they're just going along with well it it's the it's, a,
0: it's the great-grandparents so yeah great-grandparents. They're,
1: they're dead right so you see this sort of flashback moment where great-grandpa whose leg is injured from the the war which you also kind of see him yeah. getting leg injured and it's <laughs> i that mm, mm, got me crying got me oh, crying yeah. real quick because you know he you don't see the dialogue you just see what happens they they start racing and she just takes off and then it sort of cuts and, and he's like limping along <laughs> she and lets she's him just win. standing there like watching him and yeah. then she lets him win so it's really like not the story, but it is the story, and it's like something that only they really know. But
0: yeah, it's uh, it's it's like there's a weird thing that kind of yeah, just sort of makes up the history of your family in, in some in some strange way.
1: Yeah, and so the movie sort of concludes with there's like a last big tantrum on Baby Coon's part, and he encounters a kid in a train station, and they're not really talking to each other.
0: Well, he's like he the the older. Kid, sort of like he's like, "What are you doing? Don't go that way. Like, go. We like
1: you gotta wait for the train or whatever. Yeah.
0: Then he's like, "Wait, don't get on the train. Like, what are you doing? Just go home. Just go home and be with your family. Yeah. Do you want to be with your family? And then you know, it's. I mean, you can. It's, it's pretty obvious. It's his older self or whatever. But.
1: It took me, it took me the second time around seeing him of uh, realizing that it's him when he's older. Yeah. And of course, he's like an angsty teen. Yeah,
0: like of course, this like kid who's throwing tantrums is, is, has some angst later on.
1: Yeah. So Kuhn in the time travel episode gets on the train, even though his older self is saying don't, and he gets lost.
0: Yeah. He ends in up, time. At, well, he ends up at this, uh, just sort of like this weird metaphor turn real train, train station. station. Yeah. And the whole the whole the whole movie, uh, Kunzari into trains, like he loves he loves the bullet trains so he you- he, can, he has
1: a lot of toy trains. There's
0: a lot of toy trains, um, and he ends up at a train station. And have you ever been? Have you ever been lost in like a public place as a kid?
1: Hmm. Yeah, definitely, but not for very long.
0: See, because um, you had you had attentive parents. My parents, you know, they're.
1: Did you get lost a lot?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, they would kind of leave me alone a lot, and I would get fucking freaked out. Like, hmm. you no, know, like... But, yeah, so, like, he's, the Coons sort of going through, like, you know, the experience of a child getting lost, you know?
1: Yeah, and in a train station specifically, sort of, you know, getting dazzled by these, like, different types of trains and being really excited about it, but then realizing that he's, like, he's, like, Listening for the announcement, right? Because find like, his you know, yes, yeah, kid, kid zero, like your parents are under the big scarecrow or whatever. <laughs> yeah. and, and you as a kid, like, can figure that out and find your parents. Right. But nobody's looking for him. And he sort of gets like banished to this, like, well, there's a train for kids that don't get like, picked up, better go catch it.
0: And yeah. And it's, like, this big,
1: scary-looking...
0: Well, well, I think that... So he gets... He goes in line to, like, you know... It's, like, a lost-and-found thing or whatever.
1: Ooh, right. And so...
0: Right. And then he has, like... And there's, like, this weird... The animation shifts to almost... It's, like... It looks like papercraft, yeah, sort of, yeah. like... It's almost CGI. I think, I guess it is CGI with like this like weird train conductor slash like robot thing. And you he know, he
1: asks him, do you know, he asks him, Oh, what are your parents' names? And he doesn't know. Yeah. Right. And then he's at, he's like, Well, do you know anything? Like, how are we supposed to identify you? Right. And he's like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know what, what my parents' first names are. And. Yeah. They're like sort of unravels that he doesn't know much about his family, I guess. Yeah, and he ends he ends up on this train platform of a big, scary, like hellish train.
0: Yeah,
1: am I skipping something?
0: No, I, no. So, like uh, the, <laughs> the, the yeah, the conductor is like, "All right, well, I guess you're you're a lost child. You're you're going to wear the you're going to like the nowhere place." It's it's like something really creepy like that, and like the I think he sees the train earlier. He's like, "What train is that?" And it's kind of creepy, but you can't really see it too well. And then Mm -hmm. it appears, and it's really creepy.
1: Yeah, and so on the platform, he's getting sucked into this train by mysterious forces, and. Down the platform he sees Mariah, his little baby sister, Mariah.
0: And she's and getting she's, sucked in.
1: She's getting sucked into the train too. And he has to run over and I forget what he says.
0: He's like, That's my sister. My yeah. sis my sister's Mariah and then that that's able to identify him and he, yeah, he's able to
1: He has a connection he, to someone.
0: Yeah, he's able he's able to verbalize his his place in the world at that point, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, for a kid, it's probably not that. You know, it's like on my mom's son or whatever. But if you don't, right. if you don't know like their first name or whatever, then
1: right. So they, it's like, oh, I'm right, and he's in denial the whole movie. Yeah, he that really. He is a brother. Yeah. To somebody, like he's he hates that this new thing came into his life and now it's like changed his relationship to everybody.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. And they're
1: like, no, you're the you're the big brother now. And he's like, no.
0: What? Yeah, he doesn't want to be the big brother. He just wants to. He wants to things so, He wants to be the only child again. And yeah, it's like he's he's finally able to like establish himself as as like a as the brother, and you know, finally accept that like and finally love her. You know, and so like yeah, it's it's like the first time he shows compassion for her. Where he's he's going. He's like trying to rescue her from this like big suction thing.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then and then older Mariah finds him and is like, "Oh, we got to find where you are in time."
0: Yeah. Then they and, and they, that's where they go. They, that's
1: where you sort of get this like mon of different characters and different parts of life
0: yeah what was the moment that he sees with his dad i forget what it was uh, but i remember it being like
1: affecting oh i don't remember yeah i just remember the little race scene and and uh, it sort of stops back at where older mariah is in time and you realize that his older self was like running away yeah and that's why he like encountered him at a train station, which I thought was kind of interesting and sort of like that the past coon was sort of affecting the future coon. Yeah. And like kind of vice versa because he had this experience as a child. Like it sort of made him want to come back home. Rather yeah. than run away. It's sort of like, once again, like you were running away for, for reasons from your childhood, but you're also coming back for like those same reasons. Right. And, um, did
0: you ever try and run away?
1: Uh, no. I don't, I did not try to run away. I did sneak out of the house a couple times.
0: Ooh, I never stuck out of the house. But don't listen to
1: this mom. <laughs>
0: I, I tried to run away. I think. What happened? I didn't get very far.
1: Yeah, they they like caught up to you. Yeah. And they were like, get back in the I car. Didn't, I didn't
0: really have a plan. I was just, it was just like, I don't want to live here anymore.
1: <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah,
0: I'm leaving. I'm angsty. And they they cried.
1: Yeah. I mean it's it's upsetting and it's the same as like if you get lost as a kid yeah. and they're like what were you doing but like also I love you but I do not also... know if, I don't even
0: know who registers on my dad's mind but like I don't know I got lost at a Giants game like mm. uh I I dropped my ticket or something after like I think I was getting a hot dog or going to the bathroom or something I'm trying to try to find my way back and like I just I don't know like what the section is or anything and I'm mm. like uh some guy some like Creepy guy approaches me. And he's like, "Hey kid, like I can, I'll help you find your dad."
1: Yeah.
0: And I, and I was like, I think I was like maybe nine or eight, and I had like a moment where I was like, "Oh yeah, he'll help it," but I was like, "This is a stranger. Like he's kind of." Yeah. And then I, I eventually found him because I, I remembered like what the flags looked like from where we were sitting, and I was able to kind of piece it together that way.
1: And you were like, "I got lost." <laughs> I was
0: like, "Oh, uh, fuck you, dad." Okay. <laughs> This is the ang- this is the angst episode.
1: Well, I don't know. The it,
0: generational angst.
1: I have been thinking a lot about like I don't know, have you ever looked through old family albums or something of like your parents? I
0: don't think we have any.
1: So <laughs> I, or just like old pictures of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have to have old pictures of like them in college or, or them in, yeah, high but they don't know where they are. But you've seen them.
0: I've, yes, I've, I've seen photos of like what of my, I, I'm, I'm aware of what my, my family looks like at, I, at a younger age.
1: Yeah. And like, I, you know, my parents have like a couple like, like albums of like when we were babies, like, yeah. and pictures of them and stuff they were doing around that time. I don't know. It's, it's just like always, Maybe it's because I'm a photo person, but I'm always like looking through those whenever I go home. Yeah, and trying to find no, like, fun. new pictures that I haven't seen before to yeah. sort of like piece the narrative <laughs> together. Yeah, because like you, there's no way of knowing what your parents were like when you when they were kids, or not. Let alone just like when they were raising you as a baby. Right. It's like, there's there's only so much you can, like, glean from pictures. What?
0: I was like, oh, I know what my parents were like when they raised me. That glitch in. <laughs>
1: God. <laughs> Your parents are going to call you after this. They don't
0: <laughs> listen to this podcast.
1: <laughs> That's not true. You don't know that. God. <laughs> Now I can't remember what point I was making. You're
0: looking looking through old pictures. Like you don't you don't know what they were like when they were younger, or yeah. like your age or anything like that.
1: Like the only way of knowing that is like talking to them about it and like
0: yeah yeah. So it's
1: them sort of recounting these like tales to you. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's kind of heartwarming to to think about your place in a family, yeah. especially like I'm from like a quite large family. <laughs>
0: Yeah, your your mom has nine siblings.
1: Yeah, like and that's just my mom's Classic side. Classic
0: Irish Catholic and family. It's,
1: it's sort of like learning things about like my grandpa and like my my grandma and like all of these like levels of generations of like how we got here. My great-grandma who I'm named after came from Ireland by herself and like if she didn't do that, none none of these people would be here. Yeah. <laughs> We wouldn't be here. Or, like, like who knows
0: Who knows what would happen if, you know, when she came to America, if she went to, like, Los Angeles or whatever.
1: Right. Or she was like, eh, I'm not feeling it, went back home. Yeah, like, went
0: back home or, like, didn't meet your, gran- we'd uh, all your have great-grandfather.
1: Like, would all have, like, sick Irish accents.
0: <laughs> I love Irish accents. I have
1: to say, I've always been a little, like... I've always wanted an accent. You have an accent Especially no I don't. You've
0: got like a. you got like a southern twang. Don't tell right me south. South. I have
1: a southern twang. You
0: have a southern twang, but if you never
1: lived in the south. <laughs>
0: you never. live in Virginia.
1: This, Virginia is not... That's the South. Okay, I live in... You I lived in a Confederate in state. Northern Virginia, and I didn't, it wasn't like I was born there. How many, how many Confederate flags did you
0: see in, uh, probably I, not.
1: I, I, not, not is really that, any, no, Northern, because...
0: Northern, Virginia is like, it's, it's like a...
1: You've been to uh, where I went just, to high school. It's like, pretty vanilla. Yeah,
0: pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty yikes, it's a in suburb. my opinion. It's pretty, uh, pretty Southern.
1: It's just a standard. We always animal. meet down
0: at the Austin Grill and okay. uh, eat some southern.
1: Eat something southern, a bloomin' onion or something. <laughs> a
0: bloomin' onion.
1: That's Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, I don't know anything about the suburbs. I don't know anything
0: about suburb culture.
1: Ugh.
0: I'm a dirty city dweller.
1: So, uh, Mariah, that's that movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's. I what did you,
1: what did you, what would you give it?
0: Uh, like, what, what rate? Five bags of popcorn?
1: Five bags. <laughs> and two sodas? two club sodas?
0: And two club sodas for the boys? Maybe, um,
1: maybe, uh.
0: No, I mean, I really, I really like the movie. I, maybe uh, a
1: family album?
0: Yeah, a family album yeah. of, <laughs> that's, that's been lost in my house for. A
1: collection of memories. Years.
0: Man, I wish, like.
1: I can't wait for you to go home and your mom to be like, "This is the family album." No,
0: last time, last time I, I talked to, I, no, it came up like last time I talked to my mom, which was like why well, it's like fresh in my mind and why I'm being like a an asshole about it because like no. yeah, I was like, "Yeah, I don't think I've seen a family album." Like, yeah, you know, she's like, "Well, we have them somewhere, but I, I just can't find them."
1: I mean, you've met my mom. Yeah, it's like no. Oh, question. I met your mom.
0: <laughs> yeah, I met your mom a couple it's, times.
1: It's like. <laughs> I don't know. My mom's very crafty, and she, like... My mom's very
0: crafty, and, uh...
1: She, like, has a lot of time to, like, yeah. do these things. We just
0: have very different families.
1: Well, I mean, my mom wasn't working or anything while she was trying to raise us, so... Yeah, I guess like, so. Like, the scrapbook mentality came out at some point. Yeah, yeah,
0: but my parents are still taking pictures. They can fucking remember, like, where they put They're their... They're probably
1: in a box their somewhere. prints.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. It's in... It's in. Under a pile of fabric or something.
1: Well, did you like? Did you like this movie? Yeah,
0: I, I love this movie. God. I really. I
1: really
0: <laughs> what I, I what I can't talk about my family. <laughs> you can talk
1: about whatever. Listen, you want. this
0: movie is about family angst. I'm talking about my family angst.
1: Uh, it's not about <clears throat> family angst, though. It's, no, it's, it's, it's not. It's about so much like <laughs> it's it's about growing up. It's about finding your your place and sort of understanding where you came from. Like not just from like your parents perspective and not just your parents rather but also like your parents parents and like how do you find out about your parents parents yeah. other than like traveling through time
0: <laughs> yeah basically
1: and your your childhood memories basically if you if you're lucky to have uh, grandparents yeah. you
0: know yeah this is gonna be a bummer but this movie definitely uh, this movie definitely made me wish I talked to my grandma more about the family.
1: Yeah. I mean, we were both in tears by the end of it.
0: Yeah, definitely. No, I mean, this, yeah, it was, it, it really affected me in that way. And it really, um, yeah, I mean, as someone, as someone who like really doesn't know much of the history of their family, just because, you know, I mean, straight up, like my parent, my family isn't super close. I mean, yeah. a couple of them are, but like, you know, I, I see my uncle every, I see my uncles every like three to four to five years or whatever. Right. So like, I, I, I sort of, I get like in bits and pieces of like the, you know, just like, I mean, even, even like my my dad and his brothers, like I, I mean my my brother Shay, like when he told me about you know I guess they're I always knew that they were like really into cars and that they were car guys, but like you know Shay was telling me that like they uh, they they would straight up fucking drag race like down Geary Street, yeah, like that's like outside of my grandma's house, and they would like just destroy cars every weekend and like go to garages and get them fixed up and like. <laughs> So Embrace when, them again. yeah, and so like when when Shay was getting in a car, she so would go to the same like garage, whatever that they were. It's like wait from like the Hill House. <laughs> and, like he's like he's like yeah, and it's like oh those those fucking kids always come in here every weekend breaking shit.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, and that's like that's like one of those little things that like you know really really cool, and it's like you know really kind of you know gives gives me a better glimpse as to like what
1: yeah. how my
0: family operated. But like yeah, I mean it it
1: it's it's all about just like. Being interested in where you came from and, like, uh, I would say sort of understanding your parents as people and not just your parents. Right? Yeah. Like, do you know how your parents met?
0: Uh, sort of, I mean, I think they went to the same high school.
1: That's sort of their, they were high school sweethearts? I
0: don't, yeah, I don't know what their, like, meet cute moment was.
1: Yeah. My, I think the story that's passed down that's to us really... is... That my mom was at some like army bar that my dad was also at, and she asked him to dance, and he said no. <laughs> but then she like asked him again some other time, and he he did. Yeah, so that's like how they started dating. That's
0: like such like a uh, and that that's like such like a reflection. I feel like of like their relationship <laughs> too.
1: No, but okay. Your, your, mom,
0: your mom's like the outgoing one, and, like yeah. your dad's kind of more reserved. Yeah. That's really, yeah, that's like a, that's a, that's a good one.
1: But like, it's, it is one of those like race, race stories, like, well, grandma and grandpa met in in a race and it's like, well, how much of it is like fabricated to be a cute story and.
0: Right. Yeah. Like what's like the, what's the reality of it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, this, this movie is about like storytelling too, you know, and just like the different perspectives everyone has on.
1: I got a good question. Yeah. Would you ever travel back in time?
0: In what, what's, A, like, what, in, like, what capacity, like, am I, am I just an observer or am I acting, or am I reenacting things, and, and am I just, like, what am I viewing?
1: You're, you're, it's, it's exactly like in this movie, where you're just, like, yourself, but you're in a different time period.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Where would you go back to? I feel like whenever we talk about this, we're like, I would go back so I could see this concert.
0: Oh, I mean, I- <laughs> I mean, in the context of, like, my family, like, I would definitely, like, want to see, like, how my parents were, like, when they were in their 20s and stuff. Yeah. I think it might shock me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, in, in a general sense, like, I'd love to see, uh I don't know, I'd love to go to the 80s or, you know, even, like, the... I'd love to see say, like sixties San Francisco. Yeah. You know? Like I would
1: Yeah. I I always wonder how much of like what we see in like movies and films is accurate or inaccurate. Go
0: to uh go to McCann in like nineteen sixty seven and see if it's like <laughs> Mad Men. Yeah. Or like uh New
1: York in the in the eighties or whatever.
0: Yeah, like like a Amer- like American Psycho. Or the I was
1: sixties, seventies rather. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would do it. I don't know when I would go to.
0: I wish I could replay my teenage hood as like a video game. Like as a new game plus <laughs> where like I, I know what I know now and yeah. I
1: can, you can make different choices. I can you can join the football team. I would join
0: the football <laughs> team and I would uh you would yeah. never
1: have met me if you joined the football team. Yeah, right? no, I
0: know. Yeah, I mean, no, that's why I'm. That's why I'm saying like a new game plus, like it would be like uh It would be <laughs> R- purely. Two. It would be purely recreational. Like I don't, I don't actually like want to change anything because I think everything propelled me to be here. Yeah, but I don't know. It's like I mean, I, I just feel like. Uh,
1: I feel like I'm more interested in going into the future than I am. Going oh yeah, I the mean, time. in a like I would love to see what's going on in our lives like in twenty years. Just to have some sort of like, we're gonna get there. Like, yeah,
0: I don't know. <laughs> but, but also like, if you go into like twenty eighty and it's like basically the same.
1: Well, I don't think that would be the case.
0: Well, sixty so, so years, yeah. We're like
1: sitting here, like doing the podcast. <laughs> yeah, just like season twenty-two of Naruto. <laughs>
0: of Boruto, the yeah. daughter oh. of Boruto. Oh God! They killed Naruto finally. Finally, oh. he
1: was 84 years old. drexel heart
0: <laughs> all the cards are implanted in your wrist as a baby.
1: God, you
0: have data data cards now.
1: I, so, going back to this movie, I guess. I I wasn't really on board with it. Like it was just sort of like a sweet like fun watch. And definitely the animation style is a little bit different than what we've been watching. It yeah. is similar to Neon Genesis, but there's something kind of simpler about it. Um, it's it's
0: very it's it's like not anime. Right. It is, but, it, like, I think before we did the show, like, we were kind of discussing the idea of, like, is every, is, is all animation that comes out of Japan anime? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, this kind of feels like maybe not.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that it, it employs a lot of, like, anime, like, styles and, like, you know, just, like, the general, like, look overall, but it doesn't, no one, there's, like, no exaggeration. Everyone looks like a human, I guess. It's, like, the, right. it's, like, the kind of, like. The realistic kind of look that I think, um, you know, like a, I think in general Miyazaki movies look pretty realistic when it comes to how the characters look. Maybe not him. Definitely like Satoshi Khan like you know, Perfect Blue or Paranoid Agent, Tokyo right. Godfathers. Everyone.
1: It doesn't feel like it's. It feels like it's trying to be more realistic than. Uh, your typical anime yeah which I guess I don't know that that sort of genre of like the furthest away from super bubbly eye anime you know
0: right this is true slice of life anime like I don't think slice of life anime is actually like a slice of life it's it's like an exaggerated version of
1: it's like a slice of a very cool life obviously yeah <laughs> it's
0: like a slice of a very like uh, emotionally charged life.
1: I, I do think that this movie sort of incorporated, like, magic in a very easy way. Yeah, like, I mean,
0: you could... I think you could totally view this movie as just being part of his imagination. I don't know. You think you think it, I mean, you have no, to I, look at it like it's this, magic? This
1: is like time travel. Like yeah. for sure, it's not just like the kid thinking about what his parents were like, you know. It's sort of like gathering information. I guess so. Um, I don't know. It's solidifying for me as that because he goes and finds his great grandfather in the album after he meets him in the past.
0: I, I guess so. I, I would. I would argue that. Uh, I no. I mean, I don't. I don't think you're no. I don't think you're wrong or anything like that. I. I, I just sort of. I came to the conclusion that he could you could be imagining things because I don't know, like if you're purely viewing this as like, I guess it depends on like, you know, where, where are we as the audience? Like, are we looking back like at an objective look at, you know, what Kuhn's life was like? Or are we just like, is this sort of like, you know, just playing out in front of us, like as it happens, or is this like, are we following Kuhn in his, you know, because like we stick with his perspective, like, are we Mm -hmm. sort of seeing things through his eyes as Mm -hmm. he's recollecting it? Like, you know, and, and in that case, like, you know, it's, you can you can filter in like the idea of like an unreliable narrator or just like, you know, something right. that something that seemed unconnected suddenly becomes connected to a future thing because your your brain kind of connects the logic for you in the sense of like, you know, you have this weird dream of like, you know, riding a motorcycle with an older person then you see
1: mm, later. Yeah, I guess so.
0: I mean, I am not
1: I see what you're doing like what you're saying. Like
0: No, I mean I think there's I just I think there's there's a bunch of different levels you could probably view. this. I think
1: he does kind of, like, wake up every time he comes back to his, like, present moment. Yeah.
0: No, but, but yeah, like, I don't... There's, there's no way that it, it would be... You'd be hard-pressed to say that this little kid knew, like, what World War II was or, like, what architecture looked like and that kind of thing. So, yeah, no, I mean, I think... I, I, I think that I think you can you can look at it either way, but
1: Yeah. And it's not really explained, which is nice. Yeah,
0: no, <laughs> I mean, it's you can you can ride however you want. We'll
1: talk about this in our next episode, but I I really hate when shows and anime sort of tell you exactly what's happening. Ooh. Here's what's happening, guys. Yeah. Hey, it's my dad who
0: <laughs> Yeah, I think uh Well, I think you noticed it, or at least, like, you expressed it verbally. First, I was playing uh, Persona 5, and, like, there's, like, this, like, 10-minute cutscene, and, like, every character just, like, restates, like, the emotional, like, growth or, like, impact the thing (laughs) in the game was happening, and just, like... And you just, I,
1: you're just like, this is feeling a little lazy on the part of the writers. And I, yeah,
0: and I didn't even, like, think about it. But then I was just like, holy shit. Like, every character is just, like, repeating what's happening. And just like, wow, uh, Fataba is so affected by her mom's past and it actually isn't her fault. And she was like, I know it's not my fault, but I'm still emotionally affected. And then it's like... <laughs> You got it. If we thought like it's it's good that you're realizing that this is affecting. You. It's just like
1: don't worry, we're here. We're your friends.
0: We're your friends, and even like, if
1: this is emotionally affecting you.
0: Wow, I'm so glad because my of your friends mom. are here.
1: It's <laughs> this just is like you're like how many times are we gonna like go around the circle of like yeah. this is that and this is that and this is that and this is that.
0: Yeah, and even Galley never did that. No,
1: know. yeah, I mean it. It
0: when it did, it was like
1: every purposeful. part felt like it was sort of propelling the story forward. Yeah, whereas. Sometimes things just drag on. It's sort of like remember writing a paper for school and like you had to make it two pages and you were using all the dang yeah, and,
0: just
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you just took one sentence and you're like, how many different ways can I say this? One yeah, sentence?
0: exactly. Yeah,
1: to get to two pages. Oh,
0: that's the uh, that's how you write it. That's how you write a music article about <laughs> a
1: new song. <laughs> you're like, yeah, this song's really good.
0: This song is so good. The guitars are crushing and dissonant dissonant guitar chords and. <laughs>
1: All of, uh, yeah,
0: tribal like, like, like drama.
1: You, you've, <laughs> got, just, like, you've got you've the got thesaurus open. <laughs> you got the thesaurus
0: open. You're looking at that word count to crack 250, so Google can uh, pick it up as <laughs> as,
1: as, an a, article. as a
0: news article. God. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: so yeah, look forward to what we're talking about next week.
0: Yeah, which is um, the total. But yeah, I mean, going back to like what you said, like or what you're asking, I really like this movie just because. Uh, yeah, it's it's like a I think it's just a really it's it's a really nice way to look at time and just sort of the way that the way that your family operates and, and has operated and just like, you know I don't know, it's like the 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 beauty of different generations and just like all these like different moments that you're not privy to and sort of I think you get so wrapped up in your own head and you you only think about like the the, like the beautiful moments in your own life or like the weird happenstances. And then it's like,
1: mm.
0: you know, I know that those happened for my grandfather too, even though I didn't know him that well, I'm sure like there were plenty of like strange and wonderful moments in his life. And, you know, and it's like a, it's a joy to hear about them from, from other people and sort of learn in a, yeah. a storytelling capacity. And so, you know, I think this movie does that through, through its time travel and and through like the magic. And I, it, I think, uh, so, what? So does daughter's name Marai, right? And so yeah, this, yeah. And so this movie is like sort of, it's like kind of like an exaggerated version of like sort of his childhood and, all, and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I think he's he's got a hand in it, sort of similar to his personal story. Yeah. Um, it's
0: it's it's not over it's not autobiographical, but it's very much about him. Yeah. When, when I was watching that Criterion. Craig Rocky interview earlier, like that's sort of like what he was talking about with Mysterious Skin and oh, Totally wow. Fucked Up and that kind of thing. Yeah. How like every all of his movies are like completely about him and completely embody like his worldview, but like or like that part of his life where like, you know, he was like a uh, you know, he described his twenties as like, you know, living after like the Holocaust of like AIDS in the eighties as like a as like a queer man and trying mm-hmm. to like work through that. And, you know, I think, you know, if you're if you're a father, you know, trying to you know, balancing like you know, doing your work and, and also taking care of a kid, and then also, uh, I'm sure that having a kid probably makes you feel like think about like the generational impact of you know mm-hmm. you adding on to this family lineage and
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know going back and having like different conversations with your family members than you would otherwise. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like so, yeah. yeah, it's 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 interesting to sort of kind of see like a really personal thing kind of play out in a movie like that. I am really I'm very interested to see like you know his other films because I hear that they're even better than this one, but. The only other one I've seen is Digimon the movie, which you did not want to watch.
1: <laughs> I, I would rather watch The Girl Who Loved Through Time or his other film, rather Summer watch- Days? Is that what it's called?
0: Uh, summer Wars. Summer
1: Wars. Right, right, right. It's
0: like Star Wars, but during the summer.
1: But not about... Luke's
0: getting a suntan.
1: <laughs> not about that at all. <laughs>
0: Job is going surfing. God. Digimon the movie was sick and is responsible for so many kids becoming aware of Ska. What?
1: Oh, God. Yeah. What
0: <laughs> dude it's its soundtrack is all like less than Jake and Mighty Mighty boss sounds,
1: oh my god <laughs> i
0: was, I, did I think not I know that I was like playing some of it for you the other day. I think you could just thought I was like goofing off, but I was just playing the Digimon soundtrack.
1: Wow, wow, that's weird. We have to talk about that on our Digimon episode. yeah if no we ever get now you that. now you want to watch it well, now I'm like, well, why is it Scott like? That seems like an interesting choice. It's
0: like, it, yeah, like the, for the American version for kids, it was like they chose, they chose like less than Jake and like bare naked ladies and like <laughs> all this, like, I think Smash Mouth is on it. Wow. Yeah, All Star, I think All Star is in the movie. And I think I heard, I think I heard Smash Mouth in the Digimon movie before Shrek.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. So th- the last thing I'll say is that, uh, I, was only really familiar with Miyazaki movies before like I feel like this might be one of the first like I'm I'm not really versed in like other like studios or directors, I guess, of anime movies outside yeah. of Miyazaki because he's like the kingpin or whatever. He's like
0: the Walt Disney of
1: anime. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh so I'm just I'm kind of interested in like watching a like some like a couple movies by the same director and like yeah totally like I want
0: to I want to see like what they how
1: other people deal with the anime genre outside like, of Miyazaki like what does the
0: director mean in anime like like yeah. the same way that like. You know, David Lynch is concerned with, like, I I think, pretty similar themes to a lot of his movies. You know, how is, uh, like, Greg Araki's concerned with a lot of similar themes in his movies, just explored in different ways. Yeah, How is that achieved in anime?
1: Because I know the Girl Who Loved Through Time is, like, also, obviously, about time travel. So I'm just, like, really curious to see how these things, like, connect. Because, like, I I mean, I know about Miyazaki movies because I've seen a couple of them in parts, like... Yeah. But I don't... I couldn't really tell you, like, what his, like, worldview is or anything like that. Miyazaki? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't... I know that they all, like, have magic in them. And, they're all fucking like, I, I don't heartwarming
0: know. and they're all really good.
1: I, I don't know. I think he's just praised a lot for his style, though. Yeah. But um, yeah, we will eventually watch some Miyazaki movies. Don't worry. And we're gonna talk about him.
0: We're gonna we're gonna, gonna talk. Get
1: our opinions. We're gonna get our opinions. Get
0: our opinion. I just remember uh, I remember arguing with Allison.
1: Fresh opinions.
0: Friend of the pod, Allison. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, I think it was about like Spirited Away, and I was like, yeah, like I, I was just like I didn't want to talk about it, so I just like made up some like bullshit arguing. I was like, the kid in Spirited Away doesn't even like learn anything. She's just like so annoying throughout the whole movie and I was like, it's like the whole point of the movie that she grows. <laughs> I was like, shut up.
1: How dare you?
0: <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I just want to be, fuck, I just wanted to be contrarian. I mean, me it's alone. easy
1: to make Miyazaki fans mad, because you if, you're,
0: if you're, like, incorrect all, all you about to, the, All you have to say
1: the, is, like, that movie wasn't about anything, <laughs> yeah. or whatever.
0: Uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll watch them eventually, but it's like, I don't know, if you're
1: I haven't watched one in a very long time.
0: I, I last time I watched one was freshman year in Megan Sickles' dorm room with uh, Brian and Mike yeah. and all those so guys. So, like,
1: eight years ago. Uh,
0: like, nine years nine ago. Nine years, coming years up. ago. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, that'll do it. That does it. Uh, what do you think people like Mariah? You,
1: I, I've said it. Oh, yeah. I think I've said it. You've said it. said it, too. Yeah, I mean, this, Check this movie out. It's, show it's to your lighthearted. Kids. It's fun. if you're looking for something kind of easy yeah, to follow, but yeah. the, the <laughs> This is not an incredibly complex movie, is what I mean to say.
0: You could could show it to a kid or like a younger family member or whatever, and they can, you know, it'll scare them a little bit. But I think all all good children's media should scare the kid a little bit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, by no means like groundbreaking, but definitely worth a watch.
0: What more do you need? It's just like a, it's a good, it's like a, it's a. If you're just watching
1: Office reruns, uh, (laughs) listen, try try to mix it up a little bit. (laughs) listen I kid <laughs> all right okay All right, on that note you can uh, email us at why do people like anime at gmail.com I don't think anyone emails um, us let me let
0: me check really quick but I don't think it watch
1: there be like six emails we'll talk about all your emails last time uh, next time where we talk about an anime that we didn't Particularly enjoy. Oh, that's a. (laughs) Oh, we got one email from
0: AJ. But
1: from AJ, thanks for emailing us to AJ. You You can't
0: Xbox (laughs) slash PS five, please, and just thank you. Well, guess you know what, AJ. Uh, sure, I'll send you. I'll send you the prize.
1: Yes, only to a PO box though.
0: Yeah, gotta gotta send us a PO box (laughs) address.
1: need to a PO box.
0: I'm just gonna. I'm gonna gonna send you a very long letter.
1: That's your, that's that's your prize. Course. I'm getting rid of
0: the Xbox. But yeah, you can send us an email at, why do people like anime at gmail.com. I said that. Well, I'm just repeating and, in case you got <laughs> lost in the timbre of my beautiful voice.
1: And you can hit up John on Twitter. Please
0: at, send us a question to the email so we can read them. I don't...
1: Yeah. All your, any burning questions about anime, we'll talk
0: anything. about it. Anything. I'll, I'll talk about anything. I'll talk even, about Even if media. it's a I'll dumb talk,
1: opinion. Yeah. Uh, Follow anyway, me
0: uh, on Twitter yeah. at JohnXHill. And
1: Where you're verified.
0: Where I'm verified. Are we
1: dropping that? No. You're like I'm that verified.
0: Go? <laughs> I'm verified. You can follow with Julie where she's not verified. Yeah,
1: thanks. On at Instagram. Tumblr.
0: <laughs> at at Which,
1: Julia T. Dunham. And next time going to be a doozy. so Next time it's going
0: to be a, a rant for the ages. Yeah. It's going to be like Pete Warner and the Diz Unplug finding dust behind a picture frame.
1: <laughs> On top of a picture On frame.
0: On top of a picture frame. That's a very a, a esoteric reference. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening.
1: Bye.
0: See ya.